0: I have asked Shannon to come up for a reason. Because in obedience to the Lord. Yeah, you can. In obedience to the Lord, I, I am going to ask for him to allow me into his court for a specific motion. Father, I worship you, I come before you and request, and I believe obedience, entrance into your court, you know what I will request, and so you know what court that must be in. So I ask entrance for me, for Shannon, for any others that you would desire. I ask in Jesus' name and by the power of his blood, Shannon, tell me what you see. Yes. Yes. See the doors of the courtroom. Father, if it is your will for me only to go, then I ask for your will to be done. But I ask that you allow Shannon to see. I ask this in Jesus' name and by the power of his blood. The doors are open. Worship you. I praise you. And I trust you. Father, I ask. That the court summon every angel that has been sent for the purpose of delay. I believe there are four. I ask that they be called to this court now in Jesus' name and by the power of his blood. I submit this request and tell me what you see. My father said, let them be drawn. I see four persons. Father, I ask for a ceiling of your courtroom in Jesus' name. For a warring angel to be placed at every opening. For your Holy Spirit to seal every window, every door. So the sanctification of your court and the righteousness of your court be held up. And I ask for archangels to stand guard. That nothing be done outside of your will. I ask this in Jesus' name and by the power of His blood. Father, I request that you allow me to read into your record from Ephesians chapter 1. I ask this in Jesus' name and by His power of His blood, I request this. Let the law be spoken in my court. I begin at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and blameless before Him in love. He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, To unite all things in Him. Things in heaven. And things on earth. Father, I submit in Jesus' name. That He has made known the mystery of His will. And that is relationship. And Father, the desire for relationship. From you is to bring on the last part that I read, and that is to unite all things in Him things in heaven and things on earth. Father, I submit to this court that these four spirits. Who had been summoned to bring delay. Whose specific job. Was to delay your will. I submit a motion father that. It be finished in Jesus name. I submit. Father that they no longer be allowed to bring delay to the four corners of this earth. For your creation moans. Your remnant cries. Search our hearts, O oh God. Know our hearts. Search them even now as I speak before your court. Search the remnant in this room. Search the remnant throughout your creation. The rocks do not need to cry because we will cry. We will worship. We have stepped in obedience onto the battlefield. We have stepped into darkness where we do not see the landing of our feet. but we trust in complete faith that it lands upon solid ground. And Father, this is not new to us because you've been testing us in this for a while. Father, we are almost finished with our fifth year of preparation the year of grace so i ask father that these spirits of delay be stripped of their authority and are no longer allowed to delay i ask this in jesus name and by the power of his blood Shannon, tell me what you see and what you hear. They will be marked for their destruction. They will be stripped of their powers. They will be exposed before the elements. No wickedness will shine like the brightness of the day. Father, Lord, will do this. Forgive me, Father. Father, I ask. I ask just like you did in Zechariah that you send out the four angels that are the watchers of this earth to see your remnant. To not just see those who know your son as Savior but to see those who have given him their lives and have built relationship with you. Father, it is for their sake I stand before you right now, asking for the movement of your will, I ask for you to look at Carson, I ask, Father, that you be reminded of his pain. but then look at his heart. The two don't match because it's bridged by his faith. It's bridged by his faith in what you have promised. It's bridged by his faith of what you're doing in his heart, in his life, and what you have said. You will do in the future. Father, I submit and I ask before your court that the future is now. Do your will. For that is all that we desire. That is all that we desire, Father, is your will. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sin as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Father, I lay this at your feet. And I wait your verdict in Jesus' name. Let them be stripped of their authority. I see angels seizing them. I see them tearing up their clothes. They're naked before the throne. They are begging him for mercy. And the father says, You will be dealt with. Now go until your appointed time but no power will you use no influence will you have you will affect nothing you will impact nothing Will wait for your appointed time. Thank you, Father. Thank you for allowing me to be here. We worship you, and I ask that you fill my mouth with what it is you want to say. In Jesus' name, Amen. swirling in my mind right now. So much that has been swirling all morning, all night, last night. Uh, I, <laughs> I wish you could just jump in my brain. It would be so much easier. But the Lord, we're there, guys. We're there. We're there. And some of you that may not mean anything, you may not understand, did it die? Oh, that's all right. The Lord wanted it that way then. I'm not going to worry about it. Lord has told me that there is a tie between What's going on in the United States and its government and what's going on in ignition. He said that for years. And we find ourselves at a point, and, and there's been chaos, right? There's been chaos in our government, but there's also been chaos or seeming chaos in ignition at times. But see, this chaos is nothing but a smokescreen. And that's what you need to understand is the Lord is in control of every bit of it. See, there are four angels, the scripture says, that are sent to the four corners of the earth, which is very interesting to me because we're a globe, (laughs) right? Okay, but you've got to remember in God's universe, we're not. In God's universe, it's it's six more dimensions so I'm not sh- quite sure what it looks like. But apparently there are four corners. <laughs> right? City four square. Four. There you go. Wow. So there are four angels that go out that literally watch. If you don't believe me, read Zechariah, I believe it's chapter 1. That literally watch what's going on in the world. That's they're they're their almost like spies except that I'm pretty sure the enemy knows they're there. But they go out to watch what's going on in all four corners of the earth. And they report back what is going on. And see, what they have been witnessing is literally this remnant rising up. And there comes a point where that remnant is ready for God to proceed. In their place, or I don't even think they replaced them, but, but these four angels, other four angels that went on trial today, see, they were sent to those four corners as well, and they were sent to delay. Because the Lord has said for a while now, we were ready, right? He has said that, I want to say, at least eight, nine months ago, right? When we heard that the first time. I've known that in my heart, that we're ready. But what was sent out were angels of delay. Now, I don't exactly know how that manifests. I don't pretend to know. I don't really care to know doesn't matter to me because i simply want to be in obedience to the father and when he was with when we were in worship that's what he told me to do as he told me they had to be stopped and it had to be a legal verdict that did it so we had to show up to do that if that makes sense but i want to start where he had me read because I want to point out something here. First of all, he gave me this picture. It really actually gave me this this thought of these two words, white noise. And and it's it's been on my heart for a few days, this idea of white noise. You know, you ever turn, not so much now. <laughs> you young people don't know what I'm talking about probably. But the older TV's. You know, when you weren't on a channel that had a channel, you turn it on that and you get this white noise. It's this white flickering that goes like that, right? Okay, we had a lot of those when we were kids. (laughs) But he gave me the picture of that because what white noise does is it it, it, it literally wraps itself around whatever is trying to get through. And it makes it confusing. It hides it. Now, the amazing thing is God can use white noise for his purpose as well. And that's what he's done. And I'm going to speak specifically about our government. You watch what happens. What has seemed chaotic over the last couple of years will prove to be a systematic plan. What has seemed to be chaotic for years in the bride, and what I mean by chaotic, I mean in the overall bride, I mean the fact that the bride is not united hardly at all. What has seemed chaotic will be revealed that God was working a plan. What seemed chaotic were a series of tests that his bride was undergoing to see who will stand up in relationship with him. It's much like how he birthed a kingship in David. very much the same, right? David was anointed, but how was he birthed? How was he given prominence? It's when he stepped on the battlefield with Goliath, right? It's when he went up against what nobody else would. It was extraordinary. It was extraordinary how he stepped onto that battlefield at a very young age, a teenager. Very young age. That didn't bother him. So what God has been doing in the remnant is the very same thing. He has been sending situation after situation after situation to see how his people are going to react. Are they going to be drawn to him in relationship even outside of the difficulty? Or are they going to choose what is familiar See, what is familiar can be dangerous. Just ask a drug addict. What is familiar to one who is controlled by something is that control. And see, what God needs is a remnant that will be controlled by nothing except His Word. Nothing except His desire. Remember that we are an extension of Him here on earth. He will not, think about this, God will not intervene in humankind in a direct physical way outside of doing it through His people. If you don't believe me, check the scriptures, because He never has. Even with Jesus who was the Son of God, came down, became a man, lived that sinless life, he did not live a single day of his life as God. If he did, God would not have had to raise his name above all names. But by choice, Jesus Christ chose to become a lowly man. And hung to that title as a man. And everything he did on this earth, he did in obedience to his Father. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, no different than today. Than the way God works through other Christians today. See, if Jesus would have done it as God, he could not have shown us the way. And, and I'm not talking about the way to salvation, the way to receiving your golden ticket. That's easy. That's simply believing in who Jesus is and what he did. And asking him into your heart. That's easy. We are so far beyond that in our thinking. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your relationship. If he had acted as God on this earth, he would not have been able to show us that we can have a relationship with the Father the very same way. So he didn't act as God. And he built his relationship with the Father so purely, so sweetly, so absolutely But yet, He showed us that we can do the same. And I know that many, if not most here, fully understand that and live that. And that's why I said, Lord, look at their hearts. Search the hearts of your remnant. Father, we're ready. The dominoes are lined up. Just blow. Just send that first one over. See, I believe the delay hasn't been with us. I believe the delay has been with the fact that we're tied with the political system in this country. And what he wants to do is in tandem with that. See, what he wants to do is in the same parallel as what he's doing with this country. There's many things he's told me about I can't even begin to explain about that. But just understand that there is a tandem with what he's doing specifically with ignition and what he's doing with this country. And so that delay that has been put out in those spirits is not manifesting in ignition. It's manifesting in the government. So that's what that court case was about. Because there are four spirits that have been working, I believe, with four individuals. And those four individuals, I won't even say who they are, but they're going to go on trial and they're going to be tried for treason and they're going to be shot for treason. And that's in our government. And I know. Are we online? Perfect. Awesome. I'll probably get a phone call on Monday. <laughs> it's not me doing the shooting. But they will go on trial, And it is four. Many will go on trial, but four specific to treason. And those four are specific to what has brought the delay. And you heard the Father's answer. There will be no more delay. So get excited. Get excited for what's coming. Get excited for what's about to happen. Because it has everything to do with him moving forward in his glory. Him moving forward and bringing the remnant together all over the world. Isn't it wild to think there are pockets like us, that are so shut off, right? I mean, truly, we're shut off. We don't try to be. In fact, we try not to be. They're the ones that shut us off. Well, there are people all over the world that are just like us in that way. Hopefully, they have a better microphone that stays on their head because this thing is bugging me. Anyways, I just need a stapler. That would do it. But this remnant all over the globe is for one purpose, and it's the purpose that we just read in Ephesians. I want to point it out. Remember, he said, he said in, well, at the beginning of this, in verse 5, he said, he predestined us, he foreknew, he foreunderstood, he already knew before any of creation was done what was going to happen, what his plan was. Okay, he predestined us for adoption to his son, himself, as sons through Jesus Christ, what? According to the purpose of his will. See, there's a purpose in relationship with him. And, and by the way, it's not just so you can feel good. That's a byproduct. Praise God. That's an awesome byproduct. But there's purpose in relationship with him. There's purpose because the purpose goes well beyond you. If you don't believe me, just watch it pass you by. That will be the saddest day. But there's purpose in that relationship. But let's go down to the praise of His glorious grace grace, with which He has blessed us in the beloved. In Him we have the redemption through His blood, forgiveness of our trespasses, and according to the riches of His grace which He lavished upon us all in wisdom and insight. And as part of that, He made known, verse 9, He made known to us the mystery of His will. The mystery of his will is relationship so that he could work through us purely. I've used this illustration before, but when when I was building houses, we also used to do a lot of work on old houses. And we used to refurbish and, and renew historic uh, houses and historic things. And one thing we would always come up against is the electrical systems in those homes. They were inadequate. Why? Because they had become corroded. Not that they weren't getting electricity, but that the electricity that flowed through them was impeded in its full potential. See, that's what relationship with the Lord does in your life. When you're impeded by sin, when you're impeded, and, and by the way, when I'm talking about sin, I'm not talking about the obvious things. I mean, come on, we're beyond that. I'm not talking about the things you absolutely know are sin and you step into them anyways. If we need to go back there, we just don't. You know, you know that that's, that's an impediment in your relationship. But see, there are other things that are impediments that we don't recognize. I'll tell you one of the biggest ones is control. It could be seen as fear. It could be seen in many different ways, but we want to control our lives so we somehow control the pain that we think we will feel. And we do this in all sorts of ways. We try to control the outcome so we can resist the negative aspects of what we think we'll feel. And all God's saying is, wait a second, get it out of the way. get it, Become a pure, a pure vessel so I can send through my pure, full power. We keep asking for his power. The remnant does. For that matter, the bride does. Do you think he doesn't want to give it? Or do you think maybe in some individuals you can see a little bit of rust, a little bit of corrosion that pulls from that pure power? See, that's the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ as a plan for what? For the fullness of time. This is a plan for all eternity. To do what? These are highlighted. To unite all things in him. Things in heaven and things on the earth. Do you see that's his ultimate goal? If you needed proof for Revelation chapter 3 verse 9 in the readying of the bride, there it is. There it is. That's God's ultimate goal. Is to bring everything into unity with Him. That's the process that He's been doing. That's the process that we're about about to undertake in the readying of the bride. That's why he's doing what he's doing in this country. Because we live under authorities, right? We live under authorities. When God blessed Israel, really blessed Israel and really worked through them, he couldn't do it when they were under the subjection of another country. Because the rulership or the authority of that country had to be sold out for God. See, it's no different with us. Because we're adopted in. We're the wild olive shoot that is grafted in. But it's no different. Because we're under an authority. We're under this, this system that has been defective. Not from its root. But from what's been taken advantage of, and I declare in Jesus' name, that will be revealed. It will be seen, and it will come to recompense. And you're going to see it very quickly. Very quickly. Because God is not delaying any more. Because his desire for relationship and to ready his bride for his son is more valuable to him than anything else. And he will allow no more delay. So I share this with people to say you've been warned, you've been told. You've understood what God wants from you. There will be a very dear price to pay if you don't give him everything. And I don't mean the price of your life. I mean the price of your heart. You see, because a hardened heart doesn't start out that way. Do you know Saul, he didn't start out the way he ended, the first king of Israel. He started out in victory. He started out fighting for his nation, fighting for his Lord. But then the enemy crept into his life, I'm sure in the same ways that he creeps into ours. Through comfort. Through other desires. Through fear. And it changed him. Because he wouldn't trust. Even at the point where he he knew he was to trust Samuel the high priest, and in and, and who he heard from the Lord from. He knew he was supposed to trust in him, and, and he's about to go to war, and Samuel's nowhere to be seen. And, okay, well, you know what? I need to tap into the spirit somehow. Let me get this witch. <coughs> I'll talk to her. See, that was his demise. but do you see where things turned right then was not where it turned in his heart. It had turned in his heart before that because it switched from his desire to love and serve and build a relationship with the Lord to more the conveniences of life. But the Lord wants to unite All things in him, things in heaven and things in earth. And he will not stop until that happens. I'm going to read out of Second Timothy chapter one, and I'm going to read beginning at verse twelve, basically twelve to fourteen. So, First First or Second Timothy one will begin in verse twelve, which is why I suffer as I do, but I am not ashamed. And This is Paul speaking. For I know whom I have believed. I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day which has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. He said, For I know whom I have believed. I am convinced that he's able to guard what he has implanted in me. See, Paul also said, I press toward the mark for the prize of this high calling in Christ Jesus. What what does that mean? First of all, the prize is Jesus. The prize is relationship with him. But he also said that there was this high calling that he pressed toward. And I I believe that Paul's life is an extraordinary life. Because when he was met by Jesus on the road to Damascus, I mean, you would think that something like that would be a big deal. Right? You'd think that would be a big deal to the disciples and what's going on. You know, and they certainly knew about it. Right, But what did Paul do? Paul went away from them. And I, I won't take the time to turn there, but, but he went there for 14 years to be taught by the Lord. Timothy was with him. Or Titus, sorry, not Timothy. Titus was with him. He was taught by the Lord. The only way that could happen is if he built relationship with the Lord. And I say that to you right now. The only way you are going to know exactly the steps that God wants you to take is relationship with him and trusting him. Some of you, he is telling you to take steps of faith that you know, but you're not listening. Or perhaps you're listening But things get in the way. Some things that corrode that wiring. That make hearing him pure. Boy, that's a choice, guys. That's a choice. You don't have to choose to do that. Why do you think we just say, give him your yes? Because it's truly that simple. It's "Give give him your yes... Close your eyes and step. Say, Lord, take my feet. I'm going to step and you just take my feet. I'm going to trust that you're going to plant it on solid ground. And I can tell you from experience, he's never, ever, ever once failed me. Never once. I failed him many times, countless times. But he's never failed me. Not once. So trust what he's telling you to do. Make sure it's him. <laughs> That's the first step. Make sure it's him because he will not be the only voice in your head. Right? There will be other voices that come at you. That's why in First John it says, test the spirits, Know whose voice it is. But I will tell you, as you build relationship with him, you will know. Because even as Satan comes as an angel of light, as you build relationship with God, you can recognize the difference between the sun and a light bulb. Right? You can. But trust Him. I know some of you are are at a difficult point where God's trying to He's like offering you this platter. He says, take, take. But it's going to cost. It's going to cost. But take it. It's yours to take. Relationship is there with him. But he needs everything. He needs all of you. That's all he wants from us is everything. (laughs) It's really that simple. And when he does this, just in closing, he gives us everything that we need. Everything that we need. See, Andrew, in comfort, when you go back to Nigeria, the enemy's going to come after you. I think you probably know that. The enemy's angry that you're here. He's going to come after you in ways you may not even recognize but I'm going to prophesy he's going to come after you in two ways one he's going to come after you with an offer and it's an offer he probably already has I see the (laughs) smile on your face but that offer would be to accept something that is not of God that looks good the other way Is a little more obvious He'll come after you with slander But in either case His grace is sufficient You've been called to something much higher And you've been called to that because In your hearts you've loved him And built relationship with him So before we leave today, and Wendy had said this to me when she was up here, we we are going to pray for you. We'll call it a birthday prayer. Because today is Andrew's birthday. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you and praise you. And God, just, uh, wow, we just trust you. We just trust you. And we give you our hearts, God. And I'm excited. Lord, I'm excited the fact that there is no spirit of delay to try and hold this back. Father, I ask for the full force of your will to be poured into your plan. Full force. Overwhelming force. I ask, Father, for the end of the destroyer. He has already been tried. You have already given me authority. I just ask for your word, and I will do it. I do pray that you give us sweet fellowship today. And I haven't even looked outside, but I've been praying before that it would be dry enough for us to be out there if you want us to be. But God, knit our hearts together. Just knit us together, God. With you right in the middle, knit us to where we we can't get away from each other, we can't get away from you. We We don't want to. I have never been a part of a church that so looks for a reason to get together. It's like, let's have a picnic. Yes, let's have a picnic. It's a reason. We're just using Andrew and Comfort as an excuse. (laughs) But I thank you because you've knit their hearts with ours and ours with theirs. As you're going to do that same thing in Nigeria, you've already knitted our hearts with the precious people there. Father, we love you. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. You, can, you can stop that.